deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch, like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Oh, 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 oh. And I wish you well. Oh, 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 oh. sign your pen, pal. Here's the deal, if you don't like how I was backup singing just now... And you're like, ah, I didn't get my fix. I want to hear the theme again. Here's right. an idea. Go back and listen to an older episode, start to finish, and rate and review it on iTunes, and then come back and go, all right, I don't mind that he backup saying on that one because I already got my fill on the other one, <laughs> and I got to listen to a bonus episode rerun that I've already listened to. That's just- Patrick from the Winter Sounds, who made that beautiful song. Patrick Keenan. Should put it on iTunes. Ooh, I'm going to text him. Ooh, I'm going to text him. You don't even know right? how much I'm going to text him, dude. It's like, hey, just make it so people can get it. I think you're right. How are you, Roy? I am so good. I I am am so good. God. I am back from my first leg of my tour. Talk me through it. Did you you run into some pallers? I did. I ran into a lot of pallers. Actually, that's a great... I don't know if you did that on purpose. That's a great segue. I um, I met a couple of pallers, one of whom is named Holly, right? Okay. And Holly, I thought I had other stuff here. I don't know. Holly um, drew like a drawing for us and handed it to me. That's right. And it'll live here at the studio. It's you and me. And look at the letters. Dude, she thinks that's the amount we have. It's a thousand times more than that. So just to describe this, it's the bust of me and Daniel. Mm-hmm. Two separate busts. We don't share and a bus. And a cool little logo. We might steal that. Great logo that we might steal and steal and never pay Mm-mm. pay for. You, she gave it to us. And stacks of letters. And it, what insults us is that we have so many more letters than that. We have so many I can fans. take a picture of it and Ugh. put it on Instagram. Uh, the show's we did great. a survey recently. It turns out we have the most fans. It oh. doesn't mean we have the most downloads, which isn't, those aren't the same thing. Those aren't the same But thing. it turns out we do have the most fans, which I think is cool. <laughs> and... We did this survey of all the podcasts out there. 
apparently ours is number one in most amount of people that write into it. Really? We yeah. beat out Dan Savage? That's right. The Savage Love Podcast? That's right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Good yeah, for yeah. us. Which is cool. Yeah. It's so cool that they do those kind of like weird <laughs> surveys. <laughs> right. But I think right. it's cool that right. they do hey, it. We're on the good end of it. Exactly. What do we care? Keep what doing do we it. Care? Any right. press is good press. Good press. So yeah, I met some I met Holly, I met some other great pen pals. So many people came out to the shows. Um What were they saying? When you get back into stand up. What were they saying about the cast, the podcast? Not you know what people don't like that name that you call me sometimes. I don't think that's true. They really dislike I, it. And a lot no of people told did we me do, to did tell we you do a, a poll on Twitter about no? that? All right, the new poll is go to Twitter. Well, we have to make it. We're gonna make it, but go to What's Twitter. The follow the Pen Pals Pod on Twitter. And the poll is gonna be do, and Instagram. And do you like uh, Daniel Vaniel Canyon, mm-hmm. or do you wish I would stop saying it? Okay. But we're going to put it to the people. But you can stop saying it no matter what they say. I give the people what they want. You know where else I went? I went to a Cracker Barrel. And you have to. I did. Here's what I do want to say. Because we did get some letters about Cracker Barrel. Uh I do want to say that while Daniel and I were brilliantly and ingenious fashion, Mm -hmm. fashion, making fun of the Cracker Barrel store, make no mistake... I'm a big-time fan of what they're serving. Oh, I like yeah. that food a lot. Yes. Country fried steak, get out of here. Any breakfast item, you got it. Yep. Cheesy hash brown casserole, uh-huh. shut your mouth yeah. right now. Shut it. Yeah. Those, bis- those little biscuits. And you know I started? I like. God damn it, those little biscuits. They bring, you want a basket of biscuits? Yes, bring me a basket mm-hmm. of eight biscuits that total one and a half regular size biscuits. That's all I want. Good little baby You know why I like biscuits. them even more? I went, Hashtag I, baby biscuits. I stopped at one in Texas on my way from Dallas to Lafayette, and they have a like a sign on the door when you walk in that says, Cracker Barrel is for all people of race, creed, color, gender. We want everyone to come here and feel inclusive. And That's we've cool. Tried, and I was like, good on you, Cracker Barrel. Good on you for reaching out to Apollo Creed like that. I like that. I thought that's well. I think more his son. Yeah, Adonis. It's it's more Adonis, right? Creed. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Apollo. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but he doesn't. I eat. haven't seen any of the Rockies. Ever Is that weird? You're lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to get into this show? Don't you hate it when someone like hasn't seen a classic movie, but then you're also excited because you want to be the one to like introduce yeah, them to and it, watch it with them. But you haven't seen it in so long, and while you're watching it, it doesn't hold up, and you're like, ah, fuck, what did I do? Now they think <laughs> I'm a psychopath. You know what always holds Write up? Write us some letters about movies that you guys think uh, hold up or don't hold up. Well, Terminator 2 always holds up. It's brilliant. It's the number one hold up. I think of like time that it's been out and level of holding up and the fact that it's about time it's like ugh, know. so many levels and we always get into so time many travel. Terminators. eventually we're always two points away from talking about time travel yes exactly we're <laughs> we're always kevin baconing time travel <laughs> all right do you want to do this yeah um let's kick it off let's go to the letters okay Clap, 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 clap. Did that sound like walking? Clap, clap, yeah. clap, 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 clap. I thought clap, you were walking. Clap, clap, I wasn't because I looked down at the letters. Why? Because I am walking. Okay. All right. Let me grab one here. Um, just on the top. I'm just right off the top. I don't care how long it's been here. Okay. I'll tell you what. This is going to be coming from uh, Alex C. Okay? Okay. Email. Straight mm-hmm. up email. I like that style. Um, 
Dear favorite pen pals, that, hey, great start. Yep. Equality yep. and letting us know that we are, of all the pen pals, we're the best. And we don't even, there's no order problem. Exactly. Very peaceful. I like that. How have you guys been? How's the weather? All right, let's start there. Um, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty and good. And it's Los Angeles, so the weather's kind of always the same. It was so great. Yeah. It's great in the mornings. Even I'm an when- early. I want to be up and I want to be at a coffee shop at 6 a.m. Uh-huh. And I want the city to the, the where I live to be a little quiet. I want the sun to be coming up. It's bright. It's yep. it's just becoming light. I love that. I'm already a grandfather. And like today, it's like a San Francisco morning. It's very oh, it foggy and fog misty. To it. I yes. love it. I love it. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about something that might give you chills? Me too. I love all things spooky and anything with a creep factor. Now there is something that I wanted to talk about and feel free to talk about on the show or wherever in a conversation you have my blessing. I love that we've been granted uh, the ability. We're allowed to talk about this in any capacity. Whatever we want to do. I mean, once you get hey, it to your hey, pen pals. Hey, I love the arrogance of, hey, don't don't confine this letter to the show. Hell no. Take this into the world. Take it on stage. Talk. To, make this your hour. Make this your next <laughs> special if you are if you so desire it. Oh, Daniel Van Kirk, hold uh, me down. Hold me down. I wanted to talk about an experience I had last year, two days before my birthday. Sleep paralysis is sort of a common thing for me. It's not an everyday occurrence. However, it happens often enough that I try to see how much I can handle before I flip out, almost literally. Right? Can we all relate to that? Okay, no. I mean, who's wanting it? It seems like here's the thing. Alex kind of enjoys it. I, here, I can relate to it though. Like the sleep paralysis that I've experienced in my life. How, how many times in your life do you think you've experienced sleep paralysis? A hundred. Because no matter what, you the paralysis happens. Yeah. It's just that really weird thing where you are kind of awake, but it so it happens. You're to you not too. awake because your body is paralyzed because that's what happens when you sleep. But your mind's awake. But your mind wakes up, and you cannot move. I don't think this happens to everybody, but it happens to you, and it happens to me, and it happens to Alex. Well, then describe it for our listeners who are like, well, wait, I don't, I can't relate. I don't know what I think, it is. Well, tell me if I'm wrong. And by the way, different. if you don't know what it is, just know we don't respect you. Go right. ahead. <laughs> I wake up, I'm awake <laughs> mentally, and I can't move. Like, it's almost as though my body woke up at 7.53, or my mind woke up at 7.53, and my body has yet to wake up until like 8 o'clock. And then the way I get out of it is I, I count to ten and I say on ten I am, I am using all of my energy to break free of this. Um, but I don't have anything creepy like a. Let me or something let me give like the a specific m- definition so we can man holding him down. Um, so we can know. Okay. What is sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious but unable to move. It occurs when a person passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. During these transitions, you may be unable to move or speak for a few seconds up to a few minutes. Some people may also feel pressure or a sense of choking. Sleep paralysis may accompany other sleep disorders such as narcolepsy. Narcolepsy is an overpowering need to sleep caused by a problem with the brain's ability to regulate sleep. So... Anyone who hasn't experienced it, and I think a lot more people have experienced it than you might think. What was your And experience? it always weirds you out because it usually happens for the first time at a younger age uh-huh. where you truly don't know what it is and you cannot fathom why you cannot move and just mm-hmm. like shake out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you eventually it. do. You eventually can shake loose out of it. But you don't get, when it happens to you, you don't get the feeling of someone holding you down or someone in the room or you do. I've had those experiences, Uh -uh. but I've also had them. That's the mushrooms. I've also had them to a point where. (laughs) 
don't don't you don't you try to yeah. divert people to your cult over my cult. Your our cults are tied together. They they have to go through mine to get to a rip roaring good time. I, <laughs> so it's so stupid, and yet also the most important thing in my life. <laughs> um, uh, I I have had the experiences where I I kind of had the wake up thing, couldn't move because of the sleep paralysis, was aware that it was sleep paralysis uh-huh. and genuinely did want to stay in it for as long as I could to see what would happen because it is sort of this weird Man, phase of you sleep. You lean in. You lean in. It's also, it almost feels like in your head too, like some sort of like lucid dreaming. Now I'm going to look it up to make sure I'm not because there's a listener that's going, no, they're not the same. <laughs> and I care. talk like this and I study sleep disorders. We don't care. That person is a real person. Yeah, but if they hate us that much, they don't have to be our pen pal. They don't have to. But um, let me get let me get back to the okay. letter here. But that's for anyone who doesn't know, that's kind of sleep paralysis. So Alex I have is saying, that. I try to see how long it'll go. I don't think Alex is crazy for, for that at all. Okay. That creeps uh, me out. Daniel does. So your next letter, put my name first. Sleep paralysis is sort of a common thing for me. It's not an everyday occurrence. However, it happens often enough that I try to see how much I can handle before I flip out. This time, I woke up and I remember hearing a disembodied voice saying something to the fa- to the effect of, let me know if you hear anything weird. This voice had a feminine vibe to it, but I couldn't remember the sound of it even if I had it recorded. So I remember thinking to myself, okay, whatever. And a moment passes and I'm still laying in bed on my back thinking, I'll go back to sleep when I hear something run down the hallway. It sounded like my son, who had just turned six, coming down the hall on all fours, by the way, like a gorilla or monkey would do. That image alone is scariest part. Your son is terrifying. (laughs) Sleep paralysis or not, your son needs to walk upright. (laughs) Yeah. That that idea of like a kid animalistically, like you're dozing off and you hear, and you're so, you're ah, it's just Billy. <laughs> Bill, Bill, stop it! Bedtime, bud. Bill, bedtime. I swear to God, I'm coming up there. <laughs> I'm in my gorilla form. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's like The Exorcist, but not backwards and upside down. No. Normal, right? Right side up, forwards. Uh, also creepy. I waited for the door to open and never heard it, not even a knock, so I thought my significant other forgot to shut the door all the way when he left for work and my son just walked in. But the sound in the hallway came to a stop and I hear something rocking, like the sound the floor makes when you find a creaky floorboard under the carpet. And it sounded like someone rocking on that spot, but it got louder and closer until it felt like a presence was at the bottom corner of my side of the bed. Mm -mm. That's when I jolted up and broke from whatever hold I was under. After that, I was getting ready for work, but the entire time I felt uneasy. I went to explain it to my significant other over Snapchat, and when I had gone to take a quick photo, my flash came on, and I instantly knew something was going to happen. I looked at my phone, and I froze. There had been something the flash caught, and I'll attach a photo so you guys can see see it. It could just be dust or a reflection, but I've tried replicating this photo, and after that encounter happening before the photo... I'm convinced it's something else. Either way, let me know what you think. If you have the time, happy podcasting. Your pen pal from KS, Alex C. So here's what I'd like to say first. Stop chatting over Snapchat with your significant Yeah, other. just do a text or a phone call. What the fuck is that Snapchat, get out of here, Alex. <laughs> now we're mad at Alex for some know. reason. Alex, I want to say this, and I'm going to need you to clarify in another letter at some point. (laughs) But I looked at this photo, 
And I don't know what is creepy or anything I looked at, at it all. hardcore. Is it the dot? Yeah. Is it the shiny dot in the middle of the floor? Maybe it's the Pringles container back on the table. It, thank you. And that's the makeup counter, it looks like. Because isn't that like sort of a, you open that up and it's a mirror that right. has the lights? Um, I don't see anything in that photo. I Here's another thing. I see a cage on top of like the bookshelf thing that like a bird or something. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I feel like if there was a demon, animals can like sense it. Like if somebody was in the room, the bird would like go crazy. Yeah. Don't you think that? Right. Or do you think the bird was the voice like, let me know if you heard something weird. I'm, I don't like that. I'm just a bird. Your son's a gorilla. What did, what was, <laughs> what did the thing say? Let me know if you feel. Let, let me, me know, know if, if you hear something weird. weird. I... I want to get to another point, too. about There was one time I was in Seattle yeah. uh, with Andy Haynes, great comedian. Check out his stuff. Love Google. Get, into, get on the social medias. Find him. H-A-Y-N-E-S. Uh, I was staying at his house. We were in, uh, in Seattle for Bumbershoot. Mm-hmm. He stayed at Bumbershoot to see Kanye West perform. I went back to his house early because I crash at 8 p.m. like a old man. Yeah. And I experienced sleep paralysis. Couldn't move. Wait, early in the night? I've, I had fallen into, you know, whatever the, fir- the first couple stages of sleep Mine's must have been. always in the morning. But... Oh, this was early in the night. Okay. Fell into it, was asleep, and couldn't move. Couldn't move my head. So with what I thought were my eyes open, maybe they were or they weren't. You know, right, you kind of right, don't know. Right. Could only see straight in front of me. Like what with my head on the pillow. Heard someone open the door, no. but I can't move to look. Rory. Heard them walk in, and I'm freaking out, but I cannot move. Felt the bed dip as they sat on the end of the bed. This happened to Karen Kilgariff. Same thing? Yes. Felt them sit on the end of the bed. There's a part of me in my head that's going, what the fuck? I'm trying to calm down by going, maybe Andy's back from the concert. He's just coming in to see if I'm awake to chat. He's sitting on the end of the bed to talk. But in which my head, I'm also like, which I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't, Andy's not, he wouldn't do no, that. He wouldn't do that. I don't think he'd care. Nope. I think he'd come home and be in his own world. Yep. But yet here I am wondering, is that what's fucking happening right now? Uh, so I don't know. I have no clue what's going on. And I'm just like, is there a demon? Is this bad? Like the vibe I felt was something scary. It felt bad. It felt bad. But I could not move. And when I finally was able to jolt free, yeah, yeah. that jolt free is so that, weird. Ugh. When you can finally go, huh. I jolted free. Nothing's in the room. Nothing, the door hasn't opened. Nothing's at the end of the bed. Um, just weird. Andy wasn't home. And if I could have taken a picture, I'm almost certain it would have just been a <laughs> empty room, much like what Alex has sent us. Alex, what is this picture? Yeah, I don't, because I want, I, I, I X-filed this shit. I was like, I want to believe. Here's my question. Can we post this picture yeah. on Instagram? Yeah. Has that been approved? We should maybe ask Alex. What's wrong with it? Well, Alex I, sent it to us. Yeah, but I don't know if, you know, Alex didn't send it. Uh, Alex said you could should. use this in any way you want. Oh, my God. We have been approved. <laughs> What do you think? I don't see anything in the photo. Hey, I don't start... want to take away from the insanity of I'm hearing something. I'm only doing stand-up shows where they have projection abilities, and I am putting that up on every stage I'm at. <laughs> That's Guys, the backdrop of your special. Tell me if you see anything in this. If at any point during my set, someone shout out if they see it. <laughs> it's like those clickbait things where it's like, wait till you see it. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally see it, you go, who cares? Right. Oh, there's a bike back there. Do you believe Alex? 
I think Alex wanted this picture to be the the boy in the curtain from Three Men and a Baby. Which you later find out is just a cardboard stand, right. which is explained in the story of the characters, right. yeah. what that is. Right. But it does freak you out. The first time you see it, you go, oh, God. Right. Or like the Hanging Man in Wizard of Oz, which is just a bird. Which is just a bird and not one of the munchkins, right. which they say was killing itself. Um, so, I don't okay, know if it was male or female. But do you believe Alex? Um, do I believe that there's something in this photo? Yeah. I don't know what's in this photo. I don't believe that. When when she says I tried to recreate it, it's like, well, that's, I mean, that might not be the easiest thing. Also, what bothers me is she. To do. I'm not trying to she, go the staircase route here, but maybe it's hard to recreate stuff. He or she, Alex, doesn't say what exactly. Like, they didn't write, like, see the dot right there? Like, they don't even say what you're supposed to be looking oh, at. So certain that it was like, and then I froze. Right. But it doesn't tell us even what we're supposed to be looking for in the photo. We assume it's that white dot, right? Yeah. But this photo has a lot scary. of stuff in it. It's a very where's Waldo, but uh-huh. like where's the demon? Right. Where's demon? Can I ask you, Roy, do you believe in that shit? Demons. Yeah. I believe that there is stuff that we cannot understand or comprehend. I don't think I don't think life and reality is so cut and dry that it's like you're here, and there's nothing else. I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to say that there is something or not something. I just think there, I think reality and whatever we're experiencing is so complex that at our stage in evolution, we can't understand it yet. Right. But I— But, like, maybe being in sleep paralysis puts you in some sort of weird frequency where you're exactly. more susceptible to energies. Sure. So but, that, but I would also believe that it's something as simple as— uh, oh, you're in sort of a dream state, which is why you experience feelings and you think that that's why you experience physical that's motion. That's what I was going to ask you. So do you believe something sat on that bed? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say yes or no. It was so real and so terrifying that it did bother me for a while. But, See, I, think- but, here, but I, I will say that actually is what caused me to have the confidence to later not try to break out of sleep paralysis. Because I genuinely was like, well, let's see what happens. Is mm-hmm. someone here to try and kill me? Like, if someone, if, if a true physical person is here and, like, goes to strangle me, I mean, if they wanted to stab or shoot me, being awake or asleep doesn't matter. I'm right. dead. Right, right. <laughs> but if they were like, oh, I'm going to strangle them, that alone is going to wake up my senses and I will snap out of it sure. and then have a chance to fight back. Right. But if this is a demon, let's, and it's here to kill me. Then it's a demon. <laughs> it's gonna. It, it, I, I can't win. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think. But that, if it's nothing, and it's or if it's like, hey, I'm a ghost. I'm here to talk to you. Like, well, fuck, let's talk. But I won't ever be able to know if this was a dream or not. Yeah. You I, can't really say at any point that anything you're feeling or experiencing, there isn't something. You, our senses are just informing us of everything in as it's happening. Right. But you can't truly say that right now you're not, and I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. I feel like I say this all the time. I don't care. But you can't say right now that you are certain that your true self isn't sitting in some simulator in the year, what was the year from the time travel one? With the, guess who's president? 40, 40, 30, 40, 29. You could be in the year 40, 29. 
And when you die in whatever this is, you just wake up in that thing and someone's like, isn't that crazy? You were in there for five minutes. And you're like, what? See, I think that was one of the biggest crazy things about The Matrix. It made millions of people who had never thought about that shit be like, wait, what? (laughs) Exactly. It put this existential, like, fucking reality into people's mind that it just, they had just been living their life watching kung fu movies. Well, they've been living their life going, oh, no, when I I was told at church that I'm I'm alive and when I die, I'll either go to heaven or I'll go to hell. Like, that's what I was told. Obviously, I'm talking about specifically maybe Christianity, definitely Catholicism. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to say that I know what other religions are, are putting out there, but... You kind of, I grew up in yeah. thinking like, oh, that, and it's as simple as that. So while you're here, be good so that you end up going to sure. heaven. And then you see something like The Matrix or you listen to certain music or you explore art, specifically art or yeah. other people who have these philosophical thoughts and explain them to you. And you start to go, oh, it isn't as just simple as I'm alive. And if I do this, this will happen. Right. You start to realize where that information came from. Right. And then you start putting it together on your own. That there's really no possible way to know until it happens, till you 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 die or something mm-hmm. something occurs to know what this experience even is at all. And I don't know if that makes people feel better or worse. Sometimes people get depressed because they thought, oh, I thought if I was good, I would get to live in luxury in heaven. Right. It's like, but also if you just die and there's nothing. And we truly are just these organic, we just came, we evolved sure. from this thing. We grew and, and we you die back. and then you die. Came from the earth, we went back. You yeah. won't feel bad about that. The only negative outcome is that if there truly is a torturous place that you go to and right. you're tortured forever. forever. But you don't know that you're not being tortured right now by being here. Right. <laughs> you can't say on the scale what is good or bad. You really don't have a comparison. You can look at some people and go, I think I have a better life than maybe that struggling homeless person who has a very bad. Sure. And then you can look at that and go, well, what does it make you feel? Maybe you actually in this reality are a part of that struggle and that person's situation. And maybe you're the type of person who feels compelled to do something about that because it isn't just helping this person. In a way, you almost think you're helping yourself by going and doing something for them. So maybe in the grand scheme of things, there is this connectivity, but you still can't say why or what that even is. That's what makes you okay because so many people, like you were like, oh, wow, I don't know what this is. That's okay. I'm just going to, if I have sleep paralysis again, I'm going to just sit in it and keep See what else I know. But I think some people come out of it and feel like they have to know what that was. And I think that's maybe where Alex is a little bit, where it's like, well, this was that thing. Well, here's what I like about Alex. maybe you don't know what it was. Alex is willing to explore. I like that Alex goes, and I try to stay in as long as I can. You got to give Alex that. And it happens often. That's a good point. Alex is like, I am a explorer. Dreaming? That's the thing, too. It could be dreams. You could. I don't totally... Dreaming the sound. Dreaming... The rocking, dreaming. Here's something. Sleep paralysis usually occurs at one of two times. If it occurs while you are falling asleep, it's called hypnogogic or hypnagogic or pre-dormitoral sleep paralysis. If it happens as you are waking up, which is what you you experience, it's called hypnopompic or post-dormital. I'm getting all of these so bad. Who cares? Um, And with the kind that you experience... 
During sleep, your body alternates between REM and uh, non-REM sleep. One cycle of REM and non-REM sleep lasts about 90 minutes. Non-REM sleep occurs first and takes up to 75% of your overall sleep time. During non-REM sleep, your body relaxes and restores itself. At the end of non-REM, your sleep shifts to REM. Your eyes move quickly and dreams occur, but the rest of your body remains very relaxed. Your muscles are turned off during REM sleep. If you become aware before the REM cycle has finished, you may notice that you cannot move or speak. And that's all it is. God, that's so, just one thing I do want to say because it slightly relates to this. I cannot stress enough to everyone, and this is someone who can't even follow it himself, but I cannot stress enough how important a good diet is specifically so that you get healthy sleep because healthy sleep is the foundation of so many things for you mentally and, and physically. physically. And I see some people who are like, ah, I sleep like four hours a night. Who cares? It, you should care. Because you're not replenishing and recharging right. enough to to get yourself where it needs to be. And if you truly don't care, treat all of your electronics like that. Don't charge your phone. Charge your phone for 10 minutes and be like, oh, it only needs 10 minutes. Does it or does it need a right. full charge? Or just keep doing just it put at a 10 little minute bit increments. In your car. And then the time that you need it for three hours straight and it goes out on you, you're like, well, all I gave it was 10 minutes. Yeah. It's not about just being able to get through on 10 minutes. It's about when yeah. you have to go to another level or do something long-term and you're only on that. Yeah. that I don't rest. need vegetables. Oh, yeah? Well, put sand in your car instead of gas. Because it, do- <laughs> it doesn't need that, right? Like, just, like, I don't know. <laughs> I that, love it, it, right. it kills me when someone doesn't subscribe. Like, I'm not saying... I'm not saying you have to do it because it is hard. Sure. It is actually hard to eat healthy. It is hard to not drink socially, mm-hmm. you know, for I'd say a lot of people. Obviously, <laughs> that that trouble can be worse or easier. Sure. And, and like drug use. I know all these things. But don't be someone who goes, I don't think sleep is that important or I don't think a good diet is that important. Whether you do it or not, shut up about thinking it's not important <laughs> because you are so – annoyingly dumb and you are spreading false information you know it's important you don't have to do it but you know that it's it's actually important but i love this letter i think this is great sleep paralysis is a huge thing here's how i wrap it up i don't know what is in that picture and i want a follow-up letter from alex telling me yeah we're not we're not i'm not pooing it oh i'm not i fully believe i just don't see it I, if if Alex is saying someone came into the room, I'm like, yeah, I've experienced it, so I can't say you're crazy. No, I'm I just not have no idea either. what that is, but I do want to know what the F U L X K C F two is in, is in this picture. What are you saying is in this picture? I want to know why you're communicating via Snapchat. That's that's a big one for me. <laughs> do you talk to anybody via Snapchat, Alex? Oh, Alex. All right. Well, hopefully we'll find out. And everybody's great letter though. Everybody else will get to weigh on weigh in. Everyone's gonna get to weigh in. Feel free. You guys know the deal. iTunes, get in there. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scope. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering 
full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit fabfitfun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's fabfitfun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. All right, Roar. That's fun. Welcome back. That was fun. God, that was fun. Um, Before we get into our second letter... Uh, we have people, and we're going to get to them, they want to go face-to-face so they can have a rip-roaring good we time. Are, we already got people down for this. I know. I'm pretty sure Holly, who did a, who made us this little drawing in her letter thing, um, we, we're not going to be able to get to it today, but she talked about she wanted that to be her application for face-to-face. So... People are trying to get in. If they can, if they get in and I vet them and prove them, they'll yeah. have the option to get a shirt. Then they can get a hat that says "I go rip yeah. roar, rip roaring good time." I like that a lot. I'm not going to read uh, this letter, but um, we had someone write in on behalf of their husband Leslie. She wrote in on behalf of her husband Adam to try to, and get him into face with his with his resume as to why he should get to enter. And I'll tell you what, it's a good resume. <laughs> Leslie, go ahead and pass that on. We go ahead and pass that on to Adam. Adam has cleared stage one, and stage one is where Dan and I just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how many stages there are? You don't know. You'll never know because no one's ever gotten through. <laughs> but we appreciate you wanting to go face to face. And Adam, I, she she describes it. She says you love this podcast. You you love the Cracker Barrel thing. You're not wrong, bro. Mm-hmm. You felt that same thing we felt. God, that was a good little wave we surfed. Uh, before we get into this, tell people where you're going to be. I don't like doing our plugs at the very end because sometimes people are gone. Some people are gone. I'm going to be in Charlotte at the Comedy Zone on Wednesday, October 10th. And I'm going to be in Minneapolis for a uh, comedy festival, uh, 10,000 Laughs. Uh, and that's going to be Friday, October 19th. Be there. Be at both of these. Did you meet any pen pallers in Vegas? 
No, I didn't really. It, the setup of it wasn't really like a mingling gotcha. kind of okay. ordeal after the show, but uh, or it was were, fun. They were they liked me more, and they didn't mm. feel any point. That doesn't talking sound. To that just doesn't sound right. It doesn't. I, I wish it was different, but I can't help it. Um, okay, awesome. cool. so people should go see you there. Guys, you can see me uh, October 25th. That's in a few weeks at the All Things Comedy Festival. And then on the 1st of November, I start my second leg of my tour. Go to danielvankirk.com. If you're on the West Coast, um, chances are I'm coming to see you. Okay. Also, how much fun did we have with with our episode last week with Reggie Watts? I loved it. It was so much fun. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Let's go to the letters. That's the best walking sound you've ever done. Hi, Rory and Daniel. Daniel and Rory. Raniel and Dory. Just note that it started the right way. I felt like it didn't. Hi, Rory. You could have just stopped there. How are you? We're good. I am a big fan of both of you, as well as Pound Cake, and so far, Pen Pals is just as entertaining. Well, that is a high bar. (laughs) If we're as entertaining as some fucking roof dogs... (laughs) We've done it. I know. And Megan Amram, I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on automation and technology? Technology can make a lot of great things, but current estimates, I did not know this, current estimates are that 30% of American jobs will be lost to automation by the year 2030. That is only 12 years from now. Less. For example, one of the most common jobs in the U.S. is truck driving. There, this employs around 2 million Americans, but we are not too far from self-driving car technology automating those jobs. This will also affect taxis, Uber, public transportation, as well as many diners and truck stops that will rely on their patronage. We will also lose more jobs to fast food retail in fast food, retail, and construction. Do you think this type of mass un- unemployment will lead some to lead to some sort of universal basic income? Like a thousand dollars a month divided uh, dividend, dividend yeah. being processed or being proposed by Andrew Yang. You almost dropped your computer and it scared the hell I'm out of so me. I'm so good. It's just anytime I and Andrew Yang, it like shakes me. <laughs> uh, they want to do this thousand dollar a month possible thing or basic universal basic income to keep people out of poverty and avoid the inevitable and negative market effects. Or are we heading towards some Blade Runner cyber dystopia? What do you think a fully automated world will look like, and what else do you see happening in the future? Signed, a big fan, Jason. You can say my name on the pod if you want, but you don't have to try my last name. Hashtag fuck the pound cake. Love that. Love that, too. Love that J-Train. I know. It started a little wonky with the Rory part, but it ended really strong. Yeah, so, it started strong, ended strong. Good stuff, uh, Jay's face. Okay. <laughs> the To me, the idea that we might lose diners is the scariest part of this. Isn't it so weird how when you that when that got to you, you went, oh, yeah. fuck. Because I love Because you, you do wait until it specifically relates to you. <laughs> oh, I see. Like, he's like, yeah, there won't be any truck drivers. I'm like, mm-hmm. right, well, I don't do that. <laughs> diners. What? What? Truck stops? What'll happen to Guy Fieri? What'll happen to Bucky's? <laughs> you ever been to a Bucky's in Texas? No. Mm. Did we go there? No, but you need to go. 
Wait, so you asked if I remembered a thing? That... No, I said, have you ever been? Oh, Sounded I thought like you, you said, remember. did you remember? But I'm like, I, what? I start throwing memories at you of things we oh haven't done. Oh, my God, what is real? Well, you were asleep paralyzed. We got dinner together. Yeah, I picked you up and took you around. You yeah. said you loved it. You said you had the best night of your life. You said you <laughs> felt like you were dreaming. Um, this is terrifying. Right. It's also, there's also one of those things you're like, well, what? In the hell do you do? You know how like Uber came out like with like coal this, miners? like you know how it's like self driving cars, mm-hmm. and everyone feels one way or another about self driving cars. It's but a- you know what's interesting is that no one is asking that. Like the people, the public, right. the people who populate this planet are not asked if that's okay. It's just a thing that starts to happen. For instance, in Phoenix, when Uber put the self driving car right. cars out there, right. The vi- right away, a woman was hit and killed. Well, she ran out in front of it. Is that true? Yeah. So you researched... Actually, well, no, yeah. I, I read a news article about it. They ended up deciding that she was more at fault than the car. But but still, that, that aside, okay. um, isn't it strange to... like that, in that? It was in that context that we found out, oh, these things are out there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. hey, everybody, October, whatever, October 1st, get ready. Those self-driving cars are out there. <laughs> right. It's like, no, here they are. <laughs> yeah, here's the self-driving car. You're like, whoa, what the? F-? I don't know. Well, let's see. The thing is, too, is um, when I watched an episode of Adam Ruins Everything, and when cars. So we used to have, you know, how when you go to Disneyland or Disney World, there's like you walk down Main Street. That's on True TV. Yeah, for anyone who did good. If you're gonna reference, let's Adam, get people Adam know. Ruins Everything. Uh, but you know how they have like the Main Street, and you just kind of walk around. Yes. That's what every street used to be like in this country. Yes. There wasn't a sidewalk. You didn't walk on a sidewalk. Yeah. You walked in the main thoroughfare. Go watch an episode of Dreadwood. Deadwood. That's what or that, a Dreadwood. Dreadwood, which is a little bit different, but not as good. Yeah. So um, what happened was people kept getting hit by cars because they couldn't, they wouldn't get out of the way. They weren't paying attention. They were used to walking wherever they wanted. So then they created this propaganda machine in our country funded by the car companies to make to create jaywalking. And, like, jaywalkers were seen as, like, idiots and, like, don't be a jaywalker. Are you dumb? And it, what it did is it got people onto the sidewalks and off of the street because you didn't want to look like an idiot yeah, because yeah. you're a dumb jaywalker. Yeah. And so we're also going to get to that point with cars where people are like, well, you can't, like— you would assume that there's nobody driving it. Yeah. So you're just being like, oh, I'm just going to run out. They'll slow down. No, they're not going to slow down. Or they might not slow down. There's not a person in there that you're relying on. Yeah. So we're going to get to like that point, too, where we went from horses to cars. Now we're going from cars to automated cars. Yeah. As far as like the job loss, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Did you see Logan? It affects everybody. Logan, I did they, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember they're like the horses get free out of the thing and those tr- huge like they look like container trucks. They're just, that's essentially what they are, are just being automatically driven, driven around our country. Like, yeah, that's going to totally tra- change. Yes. And then obviously, like, you look at the influx of income to, like, a city like New York City that Uber has brought. Like, they just capped it. Like, yeah. they're not giving out anymore. You can't, there's no more Uber drivers for, like, yeah, yeah. two and a half years. Um, all of that income is going to be lost by all those people, not yeah, to mention yeah. the taxi drivers. If you're in one of those industries... I think the onus is on you to find something new. I mean, if you worked Un- at a, unfortunately, if you worked at a is. typewriter company, like too fucking bad. Unfortunately, it is. Unfortunately, it and, it and it. I think it trickles down to more than just some of these these things that you talk about here. It's 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 where ultimately do two million Americans spend? If we're talking about uh, truck drivers, ultimately, where do two million Americans spend their money? 
where what what are they and how will people be affected if suddenly two million people and that's why diners yeah. comes up and truck stops come up but it's not it doesn't just end at those two things i mean it's 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 usually jobs that ultimately affect the middle class and i think the more that there that there's job interruption or like financial interruption towards the middle class and this is someone who doesn't necessarily know what he's talking about it's okay we're just being honest <laughs> um, from our heart but it, but if it hurts the middle class that's where it's going to affect the most people that's right. the mo- the most people i believe are in the middle class it's what everyone talks about in politics where like the middle class is going away and it's becoming upper class and just lower class that is what is so dangerous that gap between financial income which is already there, but there is still an existing middle class while it is shrinking, is uh, terrifying. And it's terrifying because the people who will benefit uh, in these companies who are like, oh, yeah, we don't have to pay people anymore. We just build these machines and those do it. And now we make even more money than Mm -hmm. we did before. They don't necessarily care (laughs) about the fact that it's going to wipe out the middle class because I don't think they understand that wiping out the middle class also kind of wipes out the luxury of what it is that they do. And their do you know consumer. what I mean? And their consumer. To be like, well, oh, oh, you have a driverless truck. Oh, that's great. What is it shipping? Stuff that I used to be able to afford to buy, but right. I can't that's buy now because you've aff- you fucked up the economy so badly. Yeah. But also— God, I hope all that sounded smart and real. But isn't that the way it's just going to go? I mean, if you have the ability to do that— that's the way it's going to fucking go. I worked for a newspaper in like... There's no getting around 2006, it. 2006, 2007. It was the Chicago Reader, right? Boring. Chicago Reader used to be one of the like... It was the first alternative weekly in this country. And that thing came out and it was like 100 pages. Yeah. And, then, and they didn't even need... They literally didn't even need an outbound sales staff. All they did for a long, like 20 years, was had people just answer the phones when advertisers called yeah. to be like, we want to be in the pay. They didn't even have to go looking for advertisers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that all changed, right? And then in the 90s, and then the internet came about. And then as I was there, and we would have these meetings with these old fucking owners, and I would, we would be like, well, our website's like just not good. They'd be like, we're the best paper we're we're the we're the number one alternative weekly. Like, yeah, but they're not good. And then the Tribune started putting out like their own little alternative weekly, which they gave away for free. Yeah. They're like, well, we're never going to do that. And I'm like, you, under this is all changing. So yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. fucking fight it, fight it. And you know what ended up happening? They went down to like 40 pages a week, and then the company sold, and it, it's a fucking skeleton of what yeah. it used to be. And the reader is not even regarded as one of the best websites in Chicago for getting your fucking information anymore. Still yeah. doing phenomenal writing. Don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong in terms of content. Yeah. But as far as a business model, they didn't fucking see the wave and they didn't go buy a fucking safe yeah. surfboard. Now, did you drop that many F-bombs at work? Was that, yeah, or, was that a drama? T- yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Because I thought, like, wow, you just don't talk to your superiors <laughs> like that. <laughs> Why? You so you tried to Jerry Maguire and no one came with you. <laughs> Not even the fish. The fish jumped out and died on the floor. You Jerry Maguired. You walked out and the first person goes, "What was his name again?" Like no one even knew you. <laughs> that guy worked here. Was that guy? Does he work here or was he like just an avid reader who snuck into these meetings? Uh, but yeah, so if you are in one of these industries, I don't. I mean you. When do you get out? You got to get out, right? We're 12 years from now? If you just started trucking yeah. and you have a three-year-old kid, that kid's going to be 15 and your your industry may be gone. Yeah, it's every— Think about it, that. But also, you have to—here's you, something you have to think about. And 
I think you the thing to I don't know if it makes you feel better, but this world is merely it's not it, it's survival. It, you have to break it down to you coming in this world, you try to stay alive. Look at videos of animals that just they have you know they gotta make it to the water. They have a baby. They have a baby. That baby starts to walk, and then that mother gets eaten by an alligator. Yeah, and that baby is just that's that's that is it. It's sad. It's you wish that it wasn't like that, Mm -hmm. but it is cut and dry. It is kill or be killed, and I I don't mean that in a psychopathic way because we're human beings and we've evolved and blah blah blah. But in the world of like making money and surviving in this established system that unfortunately is the system, yeah, you do have to unfortunately to a degree play the game or figure figure your way out. You know someone might be like, "Well, I'm going to move to Tibet and I'm going to just become a monk in a temple." Mhm. Sure. Mhm. Go for it. Mhm. Go for that. <laughs> and just yeah. go great. Now it doesn't matter about the system. You know what that? Sure. Jo- job security there. I don't job think that's going security. anywhere. Security. They're they're proving that that is not going in. They're not yeah. automating monks. And this is a good time to mention one of our newest sponsors, monks and Tibet <laughs> and temples. Just those three items, whether they're all together or separate entities. And the movie Seven Years in. And Tibet. also the movie Seven Years in Tibet. Um, long time to be in Tibet. Let's let, before we get out of here. Let me ask you this though. So we talked about yes, that's all fucking changing. You need to find something else. I'm sorry, that's just the facts. Yeah. Do you think we're headed towards some sort of like Blade Runner, like Looper, cyber dystopia? Like I've always kind of wondered when are we getting to the future, and it feels like it's not going to go well, right? It, we're there. We're, it's happening. There's major. But I, but I mean, where it's like bad, where everything's gone to shit. But it's already happening. Major shifts in things are always occurring, and I think people sometimes. They think about climate change, and they just go, they either believe it's real or not. And there's some people who just mildly believe it's real. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, things are melting, whatever, so the sea levels rise. I just won't live on the coast. I think there's some people that don't realize it isn't that. It's a million uh, ecosystems getting disrupted Mm -hmm. that all are a part of a domino system. I'd, I'd also love to believe that my life and my existence is just the periphery of things around me. But it isn't. Like, insects and animals that have to migrate or that go extinct right it's bigger it they they all affect a greater good for the balance of things and i think there's unfortunately a lot of people that can't see past that they go you go well look at these hurricanes they're getting worse they go yeah but in 1900 there was a really bad hurricane uh-huh. yeah it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter well, what, what happened in 1900 they're, if they're that's... using the exception to fight your what you're saying is the new rule yes and you're like no i'm saying the rules changing you're yes. arguing with me based off an exception i'm not talking about an exception yes. i'm talking about the new rule it looks like the rule is changing yeah Yes. But, yeah. And 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 I and I also want to be like, oh, there was a hurricane in the 1900s. So we don't have to worry about things getting worse now and storms and fires and all this stuff. But it isn't true. Things things grow and evolve and change. And whether you are a person that believes in these dark things or not, there isn't a lot that you I mean, you could uh start to become a person that maybe tries to live a healthier lifestyle that doesn't have such a, a negative impact on society. Or the planet, but ultimately we're at a point now where it almost doesn't even matter because we're so far past. So you're saying the dystopia started? I, I think it started, and I think in some way I don't know that it could have ever been stopped. I think it's I, I think 
that we are a virus on this earth. uh, 100%. We are sucking its life out until it's gone. And, and, And a lot of us are going to be wiped out by it. And things will start again. I am not one of those people. I, I'm one of those people who thinks like, well, look at these pyramids. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I also don't think those pyramids were built when people say they were built. I think those pyramids were built and then all people were wiped out. And that it's was a, that was the peak of another civilization. And they were so good that those pyramids are still here today. And our and and, and if there, that's and true, the next group that could, I I think that civilization and close. people. I think this could have happened ten times. I think we we're just in a gap of. People getting completely wiped out, and the first people that kind of evolve out of whatever kind of come up with whatever they think history is and timelines, and go look, we're look at we're discovering these these dinosaurs, and we date it back to this. I know that what I'm saying sounds super like um, crazy out Does there, it and like, you go, well, the here's Mayans, some, man. There, there's remnants of as as far as they got. Sure, to go, yes, yes. And there's, someday there's going to be remnants for as far as we got. Yes, and I think that's I I, I think to a degree. There's just so many people with differing opinions of what our reality is that to a degree, there's only so much that you can do. The, the best thing that you can do is know that you personally are trying to positively affect society and the environment. You're not someone who just says, fuck it, and you hope to God other people do that uh, as well. Isn't that you crazy? hope they do. You hope people want to take a responsibility for being here because they because all these people that say they care so much about children and making people making sure children can safely enter this world right. they care so much about it you have to back that up with how you live your life yeah god i i should have my own talk show i got to drop you well, dude what <laughs> this was pen pal i got to get my own solo podcast i'm just i'm on fire right now you can do it i have three <laughs> Yeah, you're cheating on me. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Technically, if you look at the order of things, I'm cheating on people I'm with you. I'm a mistress. <laughs> What's it called if a what if it's called if it's a man, a mister? Is it a mister and a mistress? That's a great question. A mistrer. Let's call it hashtag mistrer. Mistrer. I'm a mistrer. I'm a mistrer. Okay. I'm a mysterier. Uh, I love these, man. That took these were great. Like, I feel like today. somebody else could write us a whole other letter about what we were just talking about at the end. Like, that, this is Alex Schmalix and Jason Schmason. You guys crushed it today. Yeah, thanks so much, friends. All right, well, go see Rory, October 10th in Charlotte, and go see Dan whenever he said I wasn't really listening. Well, thanks, buddy. Maybe you are already doing a solo show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com don't miss it 2025 qx80 coming this summer
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.